missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Gotta get back in time, Shaw. Gotta get back in time. The Monday morning throwback each and every Monday right around 740. Courtesy of the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. I gotta get up there. There's a ribbon with my name on it. Mm-hmm. Brenda told me so. It says right on it. Maybe today. A good day to take a little ride. Yeah, it would. On the Harley, a little cooler, a little nicer. Take a little ride up there, get my Reuben sandwich, some of them cheesecakes. Oh, man, those cheesecakes there are so mm. friggin' delicious. The Monday morning throwback going all the way back to, I think this was 2014, Shaw. You were not on the show this day. I had a day off. Dirty Dan Diker was filling in for you. And uh, I had a story about a guy who had been arrested for the same thing not once, not twice, not even three times. Four times this guy got busted for the same, same exact crime. Gene, you have any thoughts as to who this guy might be and what he did? No, should I? Oh, you'll remember it. Okay. By the way, if you want to hear this in its uh, entirety, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the app. It is our Monday morning throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. 35-year-old Edwin Toberka, uh, I don't know his last name, simulated sex with a pink life raft about 8 o'clock in the morning. Just see his Oh, I've seen it, yeah. He's, yeah, he's wonderful. He's a, he's a looker. looker. He was nude in the view of nearby businesses and passing cars. Now, according to police, he's been busted for this in 2011 and 2013. In 2011, he was accused of having sex with his neighbor's pool float and was convicted of public indecency. You don't you reuse that float again then, right? You throw that away. That's gone. Okay. Yeah, you probably damaged that in the lovemaking process. Yeah, I'm guessing. And if right. not, you're out, right? You're getting a new float. Definitely get a new flow. But this guy uh, had been arrested for this several times before Shaw making love to pool floats. He just had an affinity for pool floats. And, uh, Is it a particular kind of pool float? I mean, like a no a know, dragon apparently kind of thing? Apparently, he even got arrested or? in uh, not a pool float, but years before the pool float incidents. Uh, and I say incidents because there were several of them. Years before, he had got caught having sex with an inflatable pumpkin, a Halloween decoration. <laughs> Those inflatables, man. They just get him going, mm-hmm. man. He gets all riled up. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. If you're taking your first vacation since COVID, call Unworldly Tours. We'll hook you up with an amazing itinerary based on where Americans think famous landmarks are located. First, you'll visit the Statue of Liberty in Boston. Then you'll take a tour of the Gateway Arch in Chicago. And finally, Unworldly Tours will whisk you away to check out the Space Needle in Houston. Unworldly Tours. Who knows where you'll be going? Unworldly Tours not responsible for you not finding the stuff you thought you were going to see. Morning Sickness, Brian, Gene, and Scott Robert Shaw in the Wisdom Newsroom for a three-way. This one is brought to us by Pasture Pride Cheese and Cashton and Geography Shaw. It's mm, not, uh-uh. not everybody's cup of tea. Nope. Not everybody's cup of tea, and that is evidenced by the results from a recent survey. Now, it's only 2,000 Americans, so it's not a huge swath of people here, but a recent survey asked 2,000 Americans where different locations and natural areas and uh, important 
things are supposed to be, Shaw. Like the Redwood Forest. Where is that? California. California. Ding. One ride for Shaw. Over half of uh, respondents, just 51% of people knew that the Redwood Forest is located in California. Do you want to know where the uh, Shawnee National Forest is? Sounds familiar, but I'm, I couldn't tell you where it is. It's in Illinois. Only 35% of people in this survey said that the Shawnee National Forest is, Illinois, is in Illinois. By the way, 18% of people thought it was in Ireland. <laughs> Missed it by that much. Do you know where the Grand Canyon is? Nevada. Shaw, do you know where the Grand Canyon is? <laughs> Isn't it Arizona? Arizona. It is Arizona. Okay. Uh, fewer than four in ten people from this survey, 38% of them said the Grand Canyon is is in Arizona. Fewer Colorado, by the way, was the most common incorrect answer. 19% of people said that Colorado was where it was, and that's not right. You know where Niagara Falls is? New York. New York and or Canada would be an acceptable answer. Uh, answer. There, It's sort of in both places. Uh, but... Uh, 22% of people that responded to this survey yeah. about geography believe that Niagara Falls is in Iceland. Iceland? <laughs> Iceland. Iceland. Uh, and these are Americans they survey? Yeah, these are okay. Americans. These are our dumb, idiot I Americans. Can see, yeah, geography, see not, our, not our strong suit, Shaw. But uh, yeah, I mean, Canada, obviously, but you don't know that it's like right there. It's I mean, on the border. Yeah. I mean, that's. No? unfortunate Shaw. there's a lot of other uh, results from this survey but uh, geography not our strong no, suit it's not. apparently here in america unless you're a geographist or geographer but uh yeah 22 percent of people think that the Ni- that niagara falls is in iceland can't get there by from here shaw gene you're right that's the one piece of the pie in trivial pursuit that is hardest to get oh my gosh it's the worst <laughs> It is the worst. I'll have the whole pot and I'll go around like 30 and be like, I have no right. idea. Zero, no idea. What what continent is that? <laughs> yeah, I, I do I do well with sports, pop culture. Ugh. Um and my husband's science, good I don't, at it. I don't do good, I don't do well with the science. Mm-hmm. I think that's yellow, right? Yellow is science and trivial pursuit. I don't do well with that one. Geography, I think, is is that green or blue? I, I don't recall. Blue, I think. Yeah. That one, I don't think any of us do well with that, but uh, we're not alone, at least, Shaw. There's a bunch of people out there who don't know where Niagara Falls is or where the Grand Canyon is. <laughs> well, if you're not planning on going there, what's it matter? Yeah, right. Whatever. It's over there. It's You, you see right here on the map. You just open up the map and boom, it's right there. <laughs> the map has it. Why do I got to remember where it is? Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. And- He's going to outer space on his own rocket, Shaw. Yes. Jeff, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos. Yes, he is. One of the richest men in the world. Is he the richest man in the world? Mm-hmm. He is. He's not. Uh, there's no, like, sheik from Iran or something that has mm-hmm. more money than him? No. I don't. All right, so he is the richest man in the world. So he can do whatever he wants. Go to space. He's going to space. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that he auctioned off a seat? I did. <laughs> did you hear how much it went? <laughs> yep. No, I didn't. $28 million. He auctioned off one seat on oh his rocket. Gosh. And then somebody wants for to an, go with him For an 11-minute flight, by the way. $28 million for an 11-minute flight. Mm. I suppose when you're a billionaire, what's $28 million, right? But uh, there's now... <laughs> he's rich. Richer than rich, right? And he can do whatever he wants, Shaw. Uh, there's a yacht to get him to his yacht, right? Isn't that the deal? He's got a yacht to get him. <laughs> Instead much. of a dinghy to get to his boat, he's got a yacht to get to his other yacht. And uh, there's now a petition online at change.org, Shaw. And I'm, I'm all in on this one. I signed up for it. 
I don't usually sign up for a lot of these because they're just dumb. But this one made sense to me, Sean. you're going in? There is a petition online at change.org that is trying to get Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. Amazon guy, the richest man in the world, to buy the Mona Lisa and then eat it. <laughs> um. Okay. The, buy, the reason to is buy very it simple. And eat it? Yeah. The reason is very simple. Nobody has eaten the Mona Lisa, and we feel Jeff Bezos needs to take a stand and make this happen. That's it. <laughs> I, it'll never happen, obviously. But uh, boy, if it would, just one of those things, man. You pay to watch that, huh? Do you think he'd eat it with some like tartar sauce or like Ugh. what do you eat the Mona Lisa with, Shaw? Mm. I mean, what that, kind of paint is it? Acrylic? I don't know. That painting has got to be, what, a couple hundred years old? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Art I, might not be the good one on the on the Trivial Pursuit right. either. I mean, how does canvas hold up? It's on canvas, right? You got to assume. You eat it? Okay. Can you eat canvas? Sure. Well, you could, but why would you? You got to cut it into really small bits, though, yeah, so, that it, so that it comes out the other end. Put it with kale end. in a blender. Make Ooh. a smoothie out of it. Yeah, that might be the only way to eat the Mona Lisa, Shaw, is if you blend it, right? <laughs> a frappe? Yeah. Make a little frap out of it, a little milkshake, add some ice cream. By the way, it's oil paint, and it was painted in 1503. Thank a couple you, hundred years old. Yeah, I was close. Mm-hmm. I was close. I was in the realm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, 20 years ago. I knew, I knew it was from it's back Older in. than then. Yeah. Could you eat the whole? How big is it? Do we have measurements on this bad boy? Uh, Yeah, two, two and a half by one. Um, I can't do that math. It's not very big. So it's small. Yeah. The original. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, I've heard people. Maybe get a couple of meals out of it. You know. I've heard people make bets about eating their hat if somebody won the World Series. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he could eat the Mona Lisa. Definitely got to have some steak sauce or something. A1. Some barbecue sauce. Maybe you could cut it up into strips and mix it in with like some some brisket or something. You know what I mean? Like put it in a sub or in a, in a pita pocket. I think the art world would go nuts. I know. It would be hilarious. <laughs> It'd be so funny. Watch people freak out. He could do it live on pay-per-view and make all his money back. You know people would pay $9.99 to watch Jeff Bezos eat the Mona Lisa. Imagine if that's when the alien came out. You know what I mean? Like, you know there's an alien inside of him, right? There's not a real human being there. It's sort of like Zuckerberg. Imagine if that's what happened. Like, the alien finally came out and said, Mmm, I love devouring delicious paintings. <laughs> Bring me all your priceless forks of art. I'll eat them all. Ha, 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 ha. A petition for Jeff Bezos to eat the Mona Lisa. Buy it, and then once you buy it, you can do whatever you want with it, right? I guess, but... Everything's for sale. Everything's got a price. Million Dollar Man taught me that. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Dean, your kid recently moved out? Yeah, this weekend. Official? Like, is this it? No more welcome back? Well, I don't know. I mean, when I <laughs> can was you out, predict I, that? Oh, I was, yeah, my dad did. Said, as soon as you're gone, I'm changing the locks. And he did. I had to call the police to let him get me in the house to get some stuff. I'm sure forgot. it will be a successful year for him after that. We'll see. And he's in an apartment with other friends. Is that the deal? Right. All your kids are essentially out, right, Shaw? Oh, yeah. They've been out for a while. But they're welcome back if life hands them a, a raw deal, right? Yeah, of course. You're always there for your kids, unlike my parents. <laughs> Well, uh, top things you don't want to hear from your kids uh, when they return home from their first year of college. (laughs) Now, this is not so much the situation Gene is dealing with where your kid moves into an apartment and is planning Mm -hmm. on living there for a few years with his friends and and maybe continuing his life that way. This is more like went to college, coming back after the first year and uh, moving back in. And these are the things you don't want to hear from your kids, Shaw. (laughs) 
when they return home. It's a long list of things I don't want to hear. From their first year of college. Our neighbors across the street, Tom and Lori, their kid moved into his place in Eau Claire last weekend, and he was already back this week with his yeah. bumping stereo across the street <laughs> two hours away, and he's, like, back already. <laughs> Said he had that much laundry and ran out of food already? <laughs> Top things you don't want to hear from your kids, Shaw, when they return home from their first year of college. Can we readjust my allowance for next year? The price of weed is skyrocketing. It's just getting really expensive for weed shop. Uh, I'm pregnant, and my professor and I have decided to keep oh, it. Oh, 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 oh Shaw, no, that? no, 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 no. what Mary had to say? Like, uh, no, uh, not quite. No, I'm but... pregnant, and me and Shaw are going to keep it? Well, that, yeah, yeah but there's no professor, professor involved. Okay. Uh, top things you don't want to hear from your kids when they return home from their first year of college. I sold my books. Uh, do you want the 45 cents or should I just keep it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's about right. Never in the history of man has anything lost more value than right? a book from college. That is true. You buy it for like $8,000 and then it's worth a buck mm-hmm. afterwards. And, and you've already done all the work. You've highlighted everything. And you right? have to stand in a huge line uh-huh. to get it back to them and get that dollar in return. Brutal. Uh, top things you don't want to hear from your kids when they return home after their first year of college. Uh, it's been a month since fraternity initiation. I still can't sit down. I still, ooh, my rear end, my cheeks are still sore. <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I have another? Sure, I'll go to law school. That way I can afford to put you in one of those cleaner nursing homes. Oh, nice. Oof. It's called EDM, and everybody's listening to it, Dad. EDM. Check it mm-hmm. out. <laughs> you definitely don't want to hear EDM, Shaw. I don't know what that means. Electronic dance music. Oh, thank you. Mm, 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 Gotcha. mm, Gotcha. That stuff. It's called EDM, Dad. Everybody's listening to it. A few more of the top things you don't want to hear from your kids when they return home after their first year of college. I can't believe how much I is learning. (laughs) It's really taking hold there. I is good at math. I'm switching from pre-med to journalism. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that, right, Sean? Don't do that. Warning, warning. That hurts. Listen to your father. He knows what he speaks of. Uh, a couple more of the top things you don't want to hear from your kids when they return from their first year of college. I lost my scholarship after the coach figured out that I'm not reeling on the rowing team. <laughs> We're not sculling, Shaw. Right? Yeah. I'm just... Is that Lori Laughlin's kid or what? <laughs> Does our health insurance cover Plan B pills? <laughs> Oof. Come on, man. Seriously. Uh, top things you don't want to hear from your kids after they return home for their first year of college. Last one, Shaw. Clear out the basement. I'm staying. Oh, man. No, you're not. No, you aren't. You were out. We want you to stay out. We don't want you back. There you go. Some things you don't want to hear from your kid after they return from their first year of college. A lot of crying. For you, Gene? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Was it weird? Did it make did you did you make it weird? Uh I tried really hard not to do it to are make you, it weird. Are you texting and snapping every day to check in on them? Are you are you hovering, hoovering? Are you I'm I snapped hello yesterday. I'm trying also not to do that. Did you get a snap back? I or? did. All right. Well, that's good. That's I good. did. Just one snap a day, maybe? I'm going to try to limit myself. It was right. two, actually. But... Limit? Two snaps? Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Do you have enough food? Do you have clean underwear? No? Not yet. I mean, right. we set him up pretty nice, so he's all right for now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right... You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's been uh, 15 years since I turned 30. I'm now 45, Shaw. How long has it been since you were 30? 
26 years? I'm not doing math. Forget it. Get out of here with that. 20, what are you talking about? 22 years, I believe, for Jean. I think she's 52. She's in that range, somewhere around there. But uh, it's been a minute since we were all 30 years old. Yeah. And when you turn 30, Shaw, that's kind of when you officially become an adult. Yeah, you might have had kids, or you might have got married, or you might have bought your first house, but... 30, you're sort of like, wow, oh, I'm, I'm like my parents now. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, I want the thermostat to be set at a certain degree, <laughs> right? I want certain things, certain comforts in my house. I no longer want to have inflatable furniture. I want a couch that works, Time right? Time to ditch the waterbed. Right? Time to get rid of that waterbed you picked up off the side of the road. Well, an interior designer recently, Shaw, was asked to uh, name the things that you shouldn't have in your house after the age of 30. And inflatable furniture was uh, <laughs> top on the list. <laughs> Didn't mention beanbags, though. I was just going to bring that up, beanbags. My aunt and uncle, when I was a kid, had a giant beanbag, one of those huge ones that you could put two or three people on, and uh, I loved that thing. But they had a huge house. They had plenty of room for it. It was in a really cool den study thing that they had, and I suppose it it really depends on what the the decor is, I guess. But uh, inflatable furniture, certainly not something you want to have in your house when you're over 30, right, Shaw? Uh, No. Uh, Stuffed animals on your bed made the list at number two. Uh That's weird, I think. I could see one, maybe. I can, too. If you've got, like, a very special teddy that maybe you had growing up and it's got a lot of sentimental value. really? Yeah, but the the, the girl or the guy that has... How about on a shelf? Okay, on a shelf. shelf, Okay, But the the entire bed, you know, you get the pillows and then you got to take them off every time. And then I'm I'm just trying to have some sex here and these bears are looking at me, man. I can't have that. Uh, This one is the... Think of the cheap plastic silverware. Not plastic, like, picnic stuff. But the, the ones that are, like, metal but then have a plastic handle, they're saying plastic cups, plates, and silverware, Shar, are things you shouldn't uh-huh. have in your house. I think you should have them just maybe for I was just going to say, what about a red Solo cup? There I've got go. a bunch of those at my house. Well, I think they mean more like the, That's the what I'm reusable using. plastic cups. Oh. But I think you can have those if you're going outdoors, right? You're having a little picnic action? Oh, sure. Um, old trophy, Shaw. <laughs> right? I still have some of my kids' trophies. They, apparently, they didn't want them, but they think I should still keep them. Well, you know, you can't get rid of them. Mary will have a conniption, mm-hmm. right? You're throwing away all the memories. Yeah, if you've got a third-place ribbon from, like, some pie-eating contest <laughs> at a at a county fair, then maybe you can get rid of that one. But I don't know. If you've got a really spe- – like, if you won the championship, right? I wish I had my 1986, you know, championship that our, our baseball team won. Uh, it was a cool trophy. I, I remember it well. Uh, super old mattress, Shaw. They're saying 10 years is the max. Eh. If you get a really expensive, really nice mattress, that thing can last 20, 25 years. Uh, dream catchers, apparently. This guy, this <laughs> interior designer says you shouldn't have dream catchers in your house if you're 30 or older. You ever had one, Shaw? Dream I, catcher? No, I've not. No? Kids did. Gene? Dream uh, catcher? I don't think so. Uh, paper floor lamps? Not familiar with those. Mm-mm, me either. I don't know what that is. Anything space-themed, Shaw? Like sheets or blankets with moon and star patterns, apparently. <laughs> Rocket ships. I don't know, though, dude. If you got a really kick-ass Star Wars room with all your collectibles, it's not only valuable and worth a ton of money, but dudes are going to be very jealous to come over and see your kick-ass Star Wars room, right? Uh, shot glasses as decor. Obviously, you want to have shot glasses because you might need them if you're having a party, but uh, as decor, like... If I got a, a whole... On display? Yes. Look at my shot glass from when I went to Cancun mm-hmm. when I was in yes. spring break. I have right. a whole shelf thing full of them. They're what I collect when we travel. What's wrong with that, Shaw? Well, apparently you're over 30, so they got to go. I'm just saying what they're this They're not interior, going anywhere. I don't know. I've seen Jean rearrange the bric-a-brac on her shelf sometimes, Shaw, and it's... It's a windowsill, and it gets crowded. 
<laughs> there you go. You can read more about that on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, but some things you shouldn't have in your house when you're over the age of 30. Inflatable furniture certainly is is on the list, Shaw. I just saw a video. Someone reviewed an entire inflatable couch, like a like an L-shaped corner couch. It's a massive it's a monstrosity of thing. Yeah, it's a sectional, but it's one piece because it blows up. <laughs> you might as well just move the kiddie pool inside. You know what I mean? Like flip it upside down and sit on that bad boy. Inflatable furniture. Huh. Yeah, I'm not sitting down on your inflatable furniture if I come over your house. No. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's summertime, summertime, sum, sum, summertime, 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 sum, summertime. Tips you can use all summer long. Here's a tip. And just the tip. Whoa. It's the summer party tip. Every Wednesday morning between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Welcome to summer. And only on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Wednesday mornings during the summer months, which is Memorial Day to Labor Day. We've got something something fun to share. Something fun to share with the class. Um, Sometimes it's fun, Shaw. Sometimes it's hopefully a a useful tip. Okay. And uh, as you know, mosquitoes and bugs have started showing up. So here's your summer party tip for this Wednesday, and it's fighting the mosquitoes. Now, there's no shortage of things you can buy at a store, Shaw. Whether it's some sort of fogger for your backyard. Sure. Me, I love the electric the ones. Zapper. I love the zapper. Bug zapper is my jam. I love watching and listening and smelling those bugs die. A vicious, horrible death in my backyard. <laughs> the death they so deserve for being annoying and a nuisance and a, just a, a point of life that we have to deal with, Shaw. Unfortunately, the bug zapper doesn't get them all. So here are some mosquito tips for DIY mosquito repellent. Now, these are not the ones you buy at the store, Shaw. Okay. These are a little bit less uh, chemical, if you will. Got it. Uh, a little more natural if you're looking for something like that. And there's uh, a lot of stuff. Uh, na- essential oils is what they're saying here. Uh, a third a cup of witch hazel and 40 drops of essential oil. Combine that in a spray bottle. Uh, give it a shake, and then you, uh, you're you good to go. You spray that around, and it helps uh, fight those mosquitoes. Oh, I spray it in the air. I don't spray it on myself. You can spray it on yourself or in the air. Okay. Uh, one or the other, Shaw. There's there's certainly, uh, you know, you can buy citronella candles. There's, there's yep. all sorts of yep. stuff. But, again, these are a little bit more natural. Uh, how about a quarter cup of apple cider vinegar, something you probably have in your fridge mm-hmm. or in, in, a, in a cabinet somewhere. And, again, 40 drops of essential oil. Uh, same thing. Combine that. A little bit of water as well in a small spray bottle. Uh, and then give yourself a good shake and, and spray that around, and hopefully that'll help you fight the mosquitoes. Uh, there's a few more on our website if you want to go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Here's one. Take the juice of three lemons, two cups of water, put that in a saucepan, bring it to a boil, let it steep for about an hour, allow the mixture to completely cool, add it to a spray bottle, and then boom, you got yourself a nice lemon lemony water? fresh. Yeah, yeah. lemon water. And, it uh, smell good. Smells good, helps fight mosquitoes. Uh, another one, we've heard this one before, Gene. This is the stale beer and mouthwash. Yep. Uh, very interesting. I have yet to try this, Shaw, but apparently if you take some stale beer, I would recommend, obviously, something cheap. You leave that out for a couple of days, let it go flat, let it go stale. You add that along with a uh, bottle of mouthwash. So you're looking at three 12-ounce bottles of cheap stale beer, mm-hmm. a bottle of the blue mouthwash, and three cups of Epsom salt. So you pour the beer and mouthwash into a container, you stir it up, add the salt, mix it until the salt dissolves, pour that mixture into a spray bottle, shake it well before use, spray that around your backyard and areas where you sit and spend lots of time, patio, deck, all that stuff, and then hopefully that'll help you battle 
uh, the mosquito problem in your backyard. That so I've got like a lot of work. I've got. Uh, well, so- yeah, I mean, you know, but again, if you're looking for something that's a little less. True. chemical or you know made in a factory somewhere yeah. maybe something you've got you know these items and there's a several other ones by the way on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com if you're looking for some more tips on fighting mosquitoes in your backyard there's also plants and so i kind of just use some of these in because i've got pots and garden you know garden stuff back there but lavender marigolds lavender is a big one yeah. catnip rosemary basil and you can eat those shaw those mm-hmm. are delicious scented geraniums which are called mosquito plants by the way bee balm mint sage so if you you know if you want to put a little herb garden or something around shaw where you sit outside right. with mary those things you can well you can grow them you can eat them and they sure. help keep mosquitoes away. summer party tip here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock each and every Wednesday during the summer months. And this week, it's about fighting the mosquitoes in your backyard, Shaw. They haven't been terrible yet. Not yet, but uh, yeah. they'll be there. Trust mm-hmm. me. I started uh, I started experiencing some problems with them. I had a fly swatter out there yesterday when I was enjoying an ice cold beer on my, on my back patio. So. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the butt. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid a fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators? You love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing, you're killing me, Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws. Each and every Wednesday, just after 8, somebody's got a chance to win my very own morning show money. Courtesy of GECU, the friendly credit union. This week it's $30, and apparently we're having phone problems again. I don't know what the hell happened. The phone started ringing. I started telling people what number they were. And then as soon as I tried to get color 15... They couldn't hear me. I couldn't hear them either. Mm. It sounded like they were on the phone, but apparently Dave Carney's got problems down there at KTY as well. So CenturyLink uh, is apparently out again. That's great. It's always nice to be able to play contests without phones. Right? But uh, again, no no fault of our own. But uh, because of that shot, we'll just add 10 bucks. 40 bucks uh, next it'll week. It'll be $40 next week. But we'll give you a shot at it and see how you do. All right. See if you can get it right, even though nobody's got a chance to win because the phones took a big dump. Again this morning. Big thanks again to CenturyLink for having great service. Hmm. It's really nice. Ready, Shaw? Why not? You listening? I am. Here we go. According to my source, the end of the world will be on February 14th in the year 2016. Valentine's Day. Bummer. (laughs) (laughs) Bummer. You want to hear it again? Yeah. Uh, I thought you might get it today. According to my source... The end of the world will be on February 14th in the year 2016. Valentine's Day. Bummer. Bummer, Shaw. That is a bummer. That is a bummer. You want to hear one more time or are you good? Um, Jeez, I don't think I know this. The voice sounds familiar to According me. to my source, totally. the end of the world will be on February 14th in the year 2016. Valentine's Day. Bummer. It's not the woman's voice you should know. It's the man's voice you should know, by the way. Her voice sounded familiar to me. Really? 
I don't know why. That maybe, maybe just I'm maybe confusing you, it with something. Maybe you know it. I don't. Maybe you know her. I don't know. But uh, the, the man's voice is the way more famous voice. FYI. Okay. I'm surprised. Um, I thought maybe you'd get this one. It's a very funny part of the movie. I've, I I think I know what it is. I th- okay. I, I, I think. All right. Uh, it's uh, Ghostbusters 2. Oh! No way. Really? Oh! Look at this guy from the rafters. <laughs> it is huh. Dr. Peter Venkman after Ghostbusters 1, and they kind of disbanded. Mm-hmm. He decided to go on TV and did a psychic show, and uh, he had uh, a guy on there talking about the end of the world. In a book, he's like, "Wouldn't you mm-hmm. push it off so you can get the paperback? You're not even going to see the <laughs> revenue from the from the. You got to do a book signing tour, and then he had this lady who apparently got her information from an alien. Nice. The end of the world would be on Valentine's Day, 2016. Bummer. Bummer. <laughs> I love that react. Bummer. There you go, Shaw. Ghostbusters two, by the way, in theaters on this day in 1989. Oh, there's the connection. Okay. Ghostbusters 2 in theaters on June 16th. Not nearly as good as the original. 89. My wife says it's better than the first one and oh. I almost divorced her. No, it's not. Oh, I came very close, Shaw. I said, "What are you? That's blasphemy." <laughs> Again, through no fault of our own, the phone's not working today for some reason. So it's $40. That's good. Is it cuz is it cuz of Mer- Mercury's in retrograde? Yeah, is I don't that know. the deal? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> is that what the deal is? The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Sunday, of course, is Father's Day. Mm-hmm. You got plans, Shaw? You, kids coming home, they're getting you a card, some Old Spice, some New Balance? <laughs> I, some I'm not doors. aware of any plans. So I'm going to do some grilling, but you other than that, I'm probably just Mary and I. Big old tomahawk steak again? or uh, No, bacon wrap tenderloin, I believe. Whoa. A bacon-wrapped tenderloin. you going to eat a quarter of that, or what's the deal? Oh, Mary and I usually split one. Okay. All I right. think uh, Mike and Henry are golfing on Saturday. Oh, really? It's like tea time in the morning, I believe, is what I'm hearing. I'm pretty sure we all know my situation. Not going to be doing any Father's Day stuff in my house. You can still eat some good grilled oh, meat, though. We're going to, sure. yeah, we're going to, yeah. we're going to have some food or something. But uh, I, I don't. Father-in-law think, stuff. I think he's out of town for the weekend. I think they're going camping or something mm. like that. And I've got rock stops on Saturday and got Sunday, it. so, um, so f me. I'll just, uh, I'll eat. I'll, he eats something. I'll on eat the out of a trash later, can yeah. or something. Uh, TV and movie worst dads of all time. Worst dads of all time. Somebody put together a list of the worst dads in movies and TV, Shaw. I'm sure you can guess as to some of these. The uh, Jack Nicholson in The Shining. He oh, did turn out to he, be. So- he's he's on there. He okay. started out pretty good, but uh, yeah, yeah, it kind of took a weird. turn for the worse. All work and no play makes all Jack those, a dull boy. It went real all bad. Those, all those ghosts got into his head and messed around. But uh, number ten on the list. Vader from Star Wars. Gotta kept, put him on there. Well, he cut his kid's hand off. He kept right? trying to kill the damn kid. Right? And then finally, he's like, why don't you join me on the dark side? And then Luke's like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Not gonna not gonna happen over here. You know, she gave birth to twins and he didn't even, you know, he didn't know what the mm-hmm. hell happened. Bad dad. Very bad. Tywin Lannister from Game of Thrones at number nine. Uh, Danny DeVito shows up twice in a row on the list. <laughs> number eight, Mr. Wormwood from Matilda, played by oh, Danny yeah, DeVito. Yeah, yeah. And then number seven on the list, Frank Reynolds from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> no, I've been a lousy dad. But there's only one person to blame for that, your whore mother. <laughs> so anyways, I started blasting. Oh, I could quote Danny DeVito and Sunny in Philadelphia all damn day, Shaw. But yeah, Danny DeVito's character, Frank Reynolds from Always right. Sunny in Philadelphia, number seven on the list. 
of the worst TV and movie dads. Number six. Here's Johnny. Jack Nicholson in The Shining. No big surprise. Obviously, when you try to murder your wife with an axe. It'll get you on the list. Yeah. Chase your kid around the snow and freeze to death out there. That'll probably get you on a list of worst TV and movie dads. Uh, you might not remember this one, but uh, Mickey Rourke and The Wrestler. He played oh. uh, Randy the Ram Robinson. Yeah. And he was a dad in that movie, and he was a really bad dad. Um, I don't know. I remember, of course, Marissa Tomei dancing naked. That's the part I remember, too. And, and a little bit of the wrestling action, but I don't remember so much about the father stuff. But Randy the Ram, uh, Mickey Rourke's character from The Wrestler, number five. This guy's number four, which I don't get because I think he was a great dad. You morons just hung vacancy signs on your asses, and my foot's looking for a room. You know, I had to vandalize your ass with my foot, and then I'll light my foot off in your ass. If I had mistletoe, I'd kiss you. If I, if I had, had mistletoe, foot, it'd, it'd be, be in, in your, your ass. ass Sleep tight. And don't let the bed bugs put their foot Foots in, in your, your ass. ass. How'd you like to own a little bit of my foot in your ass? Foots and asses. You know what else is hot? My foot when it's in your ass. Yeah. How about I drive my foot into this thing called your ass? You know, we could call in a specialist to find my foot in your ass. How would you like your keen eye to watch my sure foot kick your smart ass? Red Foreman. <laughs> Played by Kurtwood Smith from That 70s Show is number four on the list of the worst movie uh, and TV dads, which I don't get because, again, I think he was a good dad. Shameless. Frank Gallagher, surprisingly, oh, number geez. third on the list. Oh, he's he was terrible. Terrible, right? Terrible. Terrible. But. Terrible. To be top two, to beat Frank, you got to be some of the worst dads of all time, right? And number two on the list, played by Ed O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Al... Bundy. Wonder the fear gives you gas, but the Bundys kick ass. The nudie bar show. At the nudie bar. Al Bundy, number two on the list. He's of not worse than Frank. Movie and TV right. dads. He and had a job. He had a house. He was yeah, good I mean, to his wife, basically. Yeah, he provided for his family, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Al Bundy, number two. Uh, And number one, anybody want to take a stab at this one? Anybody? Number one on the list of the worst movie and TV dads of all time. Been on TV for like 30 plus years. Is it Homer? Yeah, Homer, number one spot. No big surprise. I don't know. Again, he loves his kids. He provides for his family. He makes a lot of stupid mistakes, but he always wraps it up nice and neat at the end of 22 minutes. Right, Shaw? He doesn't try to stab them. Right. Frank Gallagher from Shameless, number three on the list. Nikki uh, apparently thinks he should be number one. Oh, my gosh. That is terrible. There you go. The worst. watch him and you're like, oh, my God. Movie and TV dads of all time. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. One in three people are currently hiding what from their partner? I was guessing some financial yeah, We said death. We issue. said death. Yeah. No. That's not the uh, correct answer to this question. One in three people are currently hiding what from their current partner, Shaw? Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> the chocolates. <laughs> it might, that might be true, but I bet it's a higher number. No. Yeah, that's probably true, too. One in three people are currently hiding a kinky fantasy from their partner. 
And we talked about getting kink shamed earlier this week, Shaw. Do you remember? I did. I learned that term. The uh, pool float sex guy who uh, got busted several times having sex with uh, inflatable pool toys back in, uh, what, 2011, 2013, 2014. And, uh, you know, he's just got a specific thing he's into, Shaw. And, you know, sometimes there's some shame attached to those kinks. So you don't share that information with your current partner because hmm. you don't want to get rejected or get looked at differently because you like to have sex with pool toys. <laughs> Look, baby, I love you. <laughs> and I want to be with you. But but if we could bring in an inflatable pool toy every once in a while, it would really spice things up for me. So according to a new survey, one in three people who are in relationships have a kinky fantasy that they have not told their partner about, Shaw. The uh, top 10, by the way, kinky fantasies that people are into that they want to tell their partner about, but they they don't want to tell them about. Uh, Voyeurism. Other people watching you do it. 12% of people apparently are into that. S&M, Shaw, that's that's, uh, sadomasochism, whipping and beating and and riding somebody like a horse. 13% of people. They got a whole whole harness section of that uh, online, Shaw, that you can... Buy a harness, hmm. saddle, ride your partner around. Oh. Phone sex or doing it over Zoom. That just <laughs> seems so, it seems so last decade, you know what I mean? Last century, maybe. Uh, 15% of people say that's a kinky fantasy they hide from their significant other. Spanking, number seven on the list. Seems lighthearted. Doesn't sound like it's all that big a deal, but I suppose you start getting a riding crop or a big old paddle. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Tantric sex? That's just too much work, Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I got three minutes, all right? That's it. That's a one, As Bernie Mac said, that's a one-round heavyweight fight. Three minutes is how long those guys go at it in that ring. If you can't in three minutes, then it's on you. Uh, backdoor stuff, Shaw. Number five on the list of the kinky fantasies that people are hiding from their partners. Threesomes at number four. 20% uh, percent of people say that's their kinky fantasy they're hiding. It was more popular for men than women. I was going to say, probably men. No big surprise. <laughs> Look, bring some of your girlfriends over. <laughs> Let's do that. Uh, role playing at number three. I tried that once years ago with an ex-girlfriend, and we just laughed. <laughs> Were you playing doctor or what? Well, no, we were at a bar, and we were like, "Let's." Hey, I well, and she's like, try to pick me up. And I'm like, okay. And then I we just laughed the whole time because <laughs> it was stupid. I'm like, y- you know I'm going to have sex with you later on. What's the point of this? All this role so, play. Uh, Maybe it's cool for some people, but we weren't together that long anyway, Shaw. Maybe it's one of those like if the relationship is on the outs, you bring that in to spice things up. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two on the list of the kinky fantasies uh, people are hiding from their partners: handcuffs or other forms of bondage. I'm not doing handcuffs ever. Never, not one, right? Shaw. I got caught once when I was a kid at the gun shop, and the guy's like, he's telling me, he's like. I don't have a key for those, and right. I didn't listen, and I put them on. He's like, I told you, you idiot. I don't have keys for those. Had <laughs> to get the hacksaw out. Uh, and then number one on the list of the kinky fantasies that people are hiding from their significant others. You guys want to take a stab at it? God, you've got a pretty long list going, right? Yeah, I don't even That's what she said. Draw, huh. no? I, yeah, I don't know. Gene? I don't know. You've, you've, you've kind of gone through the list here. Yeah. What are Doing we it in public. Oh, so not so much yeah. with the voyeurism where other people are watching you. The doing it in public. The you risk know. of getting caught, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Doing it, uh, you know, in the park, underneath the blanket, broad daylight, maybe middle of a football field, that kind of stuff. Golf course. Golf course. Been there several times. 
19th hole, right, Shaw? Mm-hmm. Uh, but there you go. One in three people are hiding a kinky fantasy from their partner, Shaw. You know, if you hide that fantasy, there's no chance it's ever going to play out. Right. At some point, don't you just have to take the risk? and? Yeah, I mean, how are you going to experience that if you don't just say, hey, look, I like this. Let's try it. And mm-hmm. if they're not into it, then you say, okay, that's cool. Right. Now I feel like a fool for admitting mm-hmm. it. And we should probably just get divorced and I'll go find someone that wants to do that. I don't know. Combine a bunch of those, Shaw. You're doing it on the golf course where you're role playing. Right. Riding, riding, riding progress. Her, with a riding crowd. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This yeah. is a lot here. Get the gimp. The gimp's asleep. We'll wake him up then. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Hey, Chris, how are you? Hey, you guys. Good morning. How are you? Doing all right, man. Nice to talk to you. Great to talk to you guys. Where are you at right now? I'm at home in Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, all right. Nashville. What's the weather like there? Because it's hot as ass here today. 94 and sunny with some showers and thunderstorms later. What do you got? It is equally hot as ass here. And we were just on a little vacay in Florida. And uh, we thought that was hot. And we came back home to even hotter. I don't know. I don't know how that's possible. But Yeah, why do people go south when they vacation in the summer? Wouldn't they want to go north where it's cooler and then south in the su- in the winter when it's when it's warmer? Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I just looked at the uh, the temperature, and it says 77 right now. I don't believe it. It's supposed to be high of 90 today, and I feel it now. So I don't know. Daughtry on the phone with us, Chris Daughtry. It's the Morning Sickness with Brian and Gene here on 95.7 The Rock. And people love the new single, Heavy as the Crown. Yeah, they do. And tell me about this video because the video is bad friggin' ass. Did you direct this? Did you come <laughs> up with a concept? I mean, it's it's like a weird superhero, got to bust my buddies out of a government facility kind of thing. Uh, who came yeah. up with the idea? Did you direct it? I came up with the concept in the process of working on the, um, the World on Fire video. I always had this idea for this record to have like a common thread running across all the videos and they all connect and you know they to be continued like those old 80s cartoons yeah and and it was kind of just this blanket idea at the time and then it started to kind of come to fruition in the process of working on world on fire and yeah it, it was all my concept and then we found a director and i just basically said i want this let's figure out how we can make that happen and we got alex Alvgo, who's done a bunch of stuff in country world, and I don't think he's ever done anything like this before, and it turned out so good. But yeah, it's a lot of fun to make, and it was pretty heavy undertaking, but I was really excited how it turned out. So how many more videos can we expect? Do you have like a a finale planned, like a grand finale in in regards to your concept? Yeah, Yeah, at least one or two. Um, The next single, whatever that is, and whenever that is, we're either going to wrap it up on that one or the next one we're, we're not sure if we're doing three or four yet and and there's other stuff that's gonna come to kind of explain all going on all right chris all right. daughtry on the phone with uh the morning sickness this morning and it looks like you're gonna be in our area now obviously you didn't do a lot of touring last year but it looks like we can expect you up in iowa on july 9th and then july 16th in fond du lac so i didn't do any touring last year it was, <laughs> it was crazy that was the i think it's the most i've been home in 15 plus years so we're all just anxious to get out there and see everybody and yeah get the band back together again after i broke them out of jail yeah so in the in the video to reference again heavy is the crown the video you can catch it on youtube on your website obviously but um you you've got 
I guess you could consider it a superpower, right? Is is that of your choice, or is that what the director told you you were going to have? Oh, no, that was all by choice. The director basically, not to diminish his job, <laughs> but he basically made happen what I came in with. So okay. it was all predetermined, and, you know, I helped choreograph one of the fight scenes with the choreographer, and it was a lot of my brainchild. Fight scenes, Did you? are you in MMA or fighting or boxing, or is that something you just uh, you're in love with, or is that something you actually practice or did you have to train for that? I, no, I actually grew up very fascinated with martial arts in general and I took a few lessons here and there and I watched a lot of Van Damme movies. Oh, and- all right. You got you can't <laughs> mention that and I, I got to ask, what's the best Van Damme movie? Come on now. Uh, Lionheart. Oh, there you go. Very nice. Love that one. But yeah, I, t- I did some capoeira, which is like a Brazilian martial art, which involves a lot more of acrobatics and stuff like that. But I'm 41 now and you tear shit you start to get hurt when you start to do all the things you thought you could do still. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why uh, I don't do anything. I just sit on my couch and watch old Van Damme movies because I, I tear yeah, everything. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I felt like I got sandwiched between two trucks after that video shoot that, for like a week. I was limping. Uh, <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. I, it I, looked good in the moment. Well, <laughs> it, it does look good. It looks great. And is that telekinesis then that you've got where you've got the ability to like move people with your hands and your and, and your mind? Yeah, it's kind of like a combination of the Force and, I don't know, X-Men. Is that your go-to superpower if you had your choice or would you choose something else? Oh, no, I don't know. No, no. I think it just fit the character well, but I think I would just want to fly, man. I hate traffic so much. <laughs> <laughs> and I have no patience for people that drive the or under the speed limit. We would get along. I just got things to do, man. Yeah. I got I got to go. <laughs> yeah. The left lane is designed for me to go 85 to 90 miles an hour. If you're not going that fast or faster, then get out of the left lane. And you shouldn't even have a driver's license. Right. They, seriously, <laughs> they should take it away from you and put you in jail. I mean, seriously, people who do the speed <laughs> limit are, are ridiculous. I mean, come on, man. All right, you two boys club here. Let's talk about um, music and, and what you didn't tour last year. Were you focused on writing and, and producing things? Or did you pick up a new hobby? Or what did you do in, in COVID? Honestly, it became all-consuming with the music, creating these videos, these concepts. And really, it took forever to make all of this happen. I think I just became more involved than I've ever been in my creation process with the music, with the videos, with everything that's coming out. There's a lot of stuff going on around this record that I can't really talk about right now. And I think I had nothing else to do but create and, you know, be present with my kids and my wife probably more than ever. Kind of water that garden a little bit. Those relationships have gotten much stronger since I've been home. I'm sure they're equally as terrified as I am to leave just because Mm. now I've got a glimpse of how hard she's got it when I'm not here. So now it's not going to be any of these like, oh my God, babe, you're not going to believe who I'm hanging out with phone calls. Right. Because (laughs) that's the last thing she wants to hear. Rockstar question. Uh, And uh, these questions always befuddle me because, you know, we, 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 we talk to rock stars all the time. We friends with a bunch of them, whatever. When you're on the road, does your wife mow the lawn or do you have a guy or a service that comes and does that for you? Okay, that's what I was asking. Like, now, now that you've been home, are you mowing the lawn, or are you like tending the garden, or do you just like have you just have rock star status and somebody else does that for you? We have someone do the lawn. I, we did do a little box garden for a while, and it's a lot of work, man. It's a lot to keep up with, and we did it for all the entire last summer. We had like a hydroponic garden. Which like the- I think you went too far in. Yeah, you gotta you start small. You can't just go. In. You, you can't just dive that. in head first into the hydroponic stuff. That's a lot of work, dude. Just have one tomato it, plant. 
plant and see how it goes. It was like this water tower that looked really easy, and it took forever. (laughs) After a while, it was just too much. But that kind of took the first few weeks or months of COVID. We're like, oh, we're going to garden. We're going to get chickens. We're going to, you know, we're going to be fully self-sustainable. And (laughs) we still have the chickens, but but the garden turned into wildflowers. Morning sickness, Brian and Gene on the phone with Chris Daughtry and going to be at the Fond du Lac County Fair July 16th. Give me your best drummer joke. Uh, what, uh, oh, here we go. How do you get the drummer off your front porch? Move the, move the couch? Pay for the pizza. Pay for the Oh, man, that's great. That is a good one. Oh, I love that drummer joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Tell that. We got to write that, that, write that down. Write that I'm, down I'm, don't worry. Right. I got it. Okay. I got it. That's, Success- all I, that's all I got. That's, 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 that's fine. Okay. One that is, was a good one. one. Is, hey, you, you led strong and, and you finished strong as well. But uh, Daughtry, Heavy is the Crown, the, the latest single. It's doing really well uh, here on radio, and we're looking forward to uh, more from you. And uh, thanks so much for taking some time out to talk to us. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Sure, sure. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's Friday, the weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend! It is the weekend, Shaw, and here's three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Starting with this afternoon. What? No, go ahead. What? I'm just excited about the golf tournament. I heard a guffaw. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad you're talking about it. Well, I'm not talking about the golf tournament because that's been sold out, and we'll be there. It's going to be fun. I know, and I'm looking forward to it, and, uh, and I love drinking and driving golf carts. That's one of my favorite things to do. So that's fun for me, but people can't really join us, so there's sort of, sort of no reason to really talk about it anymore. But uh, I'm very excited for that as well, Shaw. I look forward to picking you up in front of your wife and embarrassing you. Thank you. That's going to be fun. I'm going to take off my shoe and show you my foot as well. No, I don't want to see that. But if you're not going to be at the golf tournament you're looking for some other stuff to do, here we go. This afternoon, Cameron Park Farmer's Market runs 4 till dusk, and then on Saturday it's back again from 8 a.m. until 1 p.m., Usually there's some music over there. There's food trucks. There's all sorts of local uh, vendors that are selling everything from dog treats to jewelry, candles, and a whole lot of other stuff. There's produce over there as well. Um, so no no, no shortage of things to, uh, to, to purchase when you're over there at the Cameron Park Farmer's Market. Now, later on tonight, Shaw, after I get done with the golf tournament, if I'm still upright on uh-huh. both of my feet, I'm going to Moxie's, the Tiki Bar, because... Yes. St. Paul it is... Oh, my God. Wasn't he just here? You shut your mouth! I feel like this happened last week. He's my best friend. He's my best friend. I'm, like, stuck in a loop, aren't you, Shaw? Don't you remember this? Oh, she the one. It's sex and It's like... I feel like last Friday we talked about Pat McCurdy. We McCurdy's did, we and- did, because he was at Champions Riverside Resort. <laughs> and you went? And I went, and I had a blast. It was a good time. I saw uh, our buddy Newmeister over there, him and his lovely yeah. wife, and we had some beers and shots, sure, and it was a good sure, time. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, this Friday tonight at 8 o'clock, 8.30, 9 o'clock, somewhere in that vicinity. Moxie's? Pat, Pat's going to be at Moxie's newly redone I heard Tiki it's pretty Bar. cool there. I haven't been back there since they redid it, Shaw, but I hear it was already really cool. But I'm They've sure got some it's... giant televisions back there now as well. Excellent. That'll be tonight, eight-ish, at Moxie's on the north side of town. If you want to check out some live music from Wisconsin legend Pat McCurdy. Now tomorrow, Shaw, there's a lot of stuff going on in the area. But the one thing you should have on your calendar starts at 11 a.m. 
It's on, uh, let's see, Oak Forest driving on Alaska, and that is the Great River Harley-Davidson grand opening celebration. Now, they've got new owners. They've owned the place since back in April, but this is their big grand opening. They're going to be doing test rides, demo rides, free beverages, free food from Poppy's Taqueria Imas. The food truck's going to be out there, and they're going to be doing hourly giveaways, plus live music and more. Find out all the details on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Again, that's tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. at Great River Harley-Davidson on Oak Forest Drive and on Alaska. Big grand opening celebration tomorrow night. If you're looking for some more live music, why don't you get to the Arterial Bar and Grill, corner of the 16th and Jackson Street. Live music from Adam Palm. He's getting his hand healed up, and he's been playing, and he's going to be performing tomorrow night at the Arterial uh, starting at about 8 o'clock, and he's going to be hanging out with Lacrosse Distilling Company. They're going to be doing some giveaway, Shaw, over at the Arterial. That's tomorrow night. And last but not least, Father's Day. If you're looking for something fun to do with Dad, if the weather cooperates, Get on down to Lawrence Lake Marina for more live music and more great food and beverages. Lawrence Lake Marina down there by Brownsville. Is yeah. it in Brownsville? Uh-huh. Well, it's Brownsville? pretty much. Yeah, okay. it's right there. Yeah, but uh, that is such a cool outdoor patio What's area. going on there? So they've got some live tunes from the incredibly talented Kaylin Cole. If you haven't seen her, she is Mm-mm, awesome. I haven't. Uh, she'll be playing from 3 until 6, and that's Sunday at Lawrence Lake Marina. They have live music there. Uh, every weekend during the huh. summer, basically. And that's uh, Father's Day, of course. Take Dad out for some burgers and some live tunes and some beers at Lawrence Lake Marina. You can find three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on our app. And as always, there's tons of other events happening in the area this weekend. You can find many of them online at aroundrivercity.com. And if you've got an event coming up and you want to see it on the website, you can submit it for free, Shaw. Nice. How cool is that? But, yeah, it's a golf tournament today, Rock Stop tomorrow, Rock Stop Sunday. I'm going to be at the Rock Stop tomorrow at Shep's. That'll be tomorrow night, so I'm going to be on the patio enjoying the river and some beverages. And then on Sunday, I'll be at the vault out in Rockland for charcoal chicken. Who's here tonight? You said after the golf tournament, there's, like, something going on tonight. Is that... I can't remember, Sean. It's like... Oh, dear. Come on, like, uh, Sex and beer. Sex and beer. golf all day, Shaw, and he day drinks in a golf cart. And then tonight, he's I, going to... For once in my life, I may not get as completely plastered as Stop I normally it. do you at the golf tournament. You don't usually. Oh, anyway. I do every year. No, you don't. <laughs> this year, I might not, though, because I have a reason to stay somewhat I know you sober. Do. I know you do. My buddy Pat McCurdy in town. But there you go. Three things to do in and around the cross this weekend. Busy weekend. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.